welcome all uh, to another episode of Banter Over Whiskey. Um, tonight we're doing something a little bit different, but kind of the same. We're um, we're going to do a bit of a, uh, a banter um, episode tonight, so only a fairly short one. Um, and we are down a couple of our uh, regular hosts, so um, poor old uh, Wes and Mick uh, are unavailable tonight. Um, but we've got Adrian, John, and Vic, and myself, Brad, um, on tonight um, having a whiskey. Um, but um, the way it's slightly different is we've got um, Brad from Dram Talk on. Um, he's uh, partaking in a whiskey with us tonight, and um, going to obviously is going to um, let us know all about his uh, fine whiskey tasting notes. So, um, welcome, Brad. Um, it's great to have you. Yeah, no, thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me on. You know, just one half of Dram Talk, but yeah, happy to be on. One half, but um, you know, yeah, we had we had yourself and uh, Daniel on previously, and um, really enjoyed that one. So um, couldn't wait to get you back. So um, it's a shame Daniel couldn't be with us, but um, you know, we'll catch him on the next one, I guess. Um, so who wants to who wants to start us off? Who wants to go first and um, talk about what's in their glass? John, how, how about you? Do you want to go first? Me, all right. If you insist, all right. So I have been very fortunate enough through um, uh, an Irish whiskey page on uh, Facebook, but Irish whiskey enthusiast group in Australia, uh, to be um, to be given, or actually. To have sourced, I should say correctly, a Jamison 15-year-old limited edition pure pot still, which is a bit of a rare one. So yeah, these aren't real common. Um, so I know nothing about this, and I'm literally just pouring myself a half a for the sake of tonight. It has a lovely golden hue about it, almost going into uh, copper grounds and. It is super, super syrupy, fruity. Just think mangoes, peaches, ice cream, uh, and just golden syrup. Just put it all together. That's instant on the nose. That's real, real super fruity. Like a nice, um, nice amount of uh, like a malt that comes through, like um, like Ovaltine. I'm thinking along the lines of, um, yeah. Oh, gorgeous stuff. Real gorgeous. Bloody stuff. hell. Ovaltine. So, I, I haven't heard that heard of Ovaltine for <laughs> twenty five bloody years, mate. Holy crap! Oh um, well, shit, yeah. some age, huh? <laughs> but I, I, I absolutely get what you're saying, though. Like that, that that's really cool, Ovaltine. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. like that. Really yeah, it's malty. like that chocolate multi um, malt powder that you that you have um, that you throw into milk or whatever. Well, I used to yeah, pour it all over my cereal by the handful when I was a younger younger dude. But um, oh, this is I can keep smelling this all bloody night and i'm probably gonna sit on this one for a little bit too so but on the pellet mm. <laughs> nah it's pretty shit now nah. <laughs> yeah i was about to say he hates it <laughs> nah, that is oh so stunning man that put that humbles red breast and I don't say that oh, lightly. Whoa. It humbles red breast. That is a phenomenal tasting whiskey, let alone a phenomenal tasting Irish whiskey. 
that is next level, man. Oh, that's crazy. That's wow. that's huge coming from you. Like you've you've sent us. In fact, I think I've got just here in front of me here somewhere. I've got a couple of uh, yeah. Here we go. I've got a, a sample here from yourself. That is a red breast twenty one year old. Oh, there we go. He's 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 holding it up um, to the camera. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, yeah, you love your red breast. So you're saying that that's um, that's better. That humbles, yeah, that humbles it. And Jamison, like I'm going to be brutally honest, I'm usually that's not the Irish whiskey that I'm going to go for on the shelf generally. So that's why I thought, oh, you know what, I'm going to try this just out of sheer curiosity, and that did not fail at all. That just wow gave me a whole new appreciation for Jamison. So. Yeah, that's um, yeah, real cool. I'm a fan. That's, so, that's, um, it's funny, isn't it? Like, I think the last time Brad we had you on, um, you were tasting the uh, the whiskey club club release, the uh, what's it called, the Glen Glen Burgie, the Glen Burgie, yeah, the Glen Burgie. And we were talking about, um, you know, single malts coming from blends, um, and how they can be really quite, quite really good right so i wonder if that's the the same deal here with the with the jameson john because nice. jameson's a, normally is a blend right or is it am i have i got that wrong no so they're usually um i think they're usually single malt um oh, so, okay. yeah they're from the so same distillery though yes of course same distillery red breast and jameson aren't they i believe so yeah um, so it would be very similar. Yeah, yeah well, it's the it's the word that there's only like two two real um, distilleries in in Ireland, or, or you know, two's probably too low. Uh, but like, there's not very many distilleries, and and basically they just switch over from one to the other quite regularly. Yeah. Is that the story? Or have I got that wrong? It's, I mean, look, there used to be a, a heap of, and this is where I suppose one thing that we should look at is getting Johnny uh, Minahan, uh, Jonathan Minahan on the show because he is, well, he usually does the um, the presentations for Red Breast Hastings. He's a big fan of his Irish whiskey. So, um, and he knows a lot about the history of it. And um, there's, there used to be a whole heap of, um, yeah, distilleries in Ireland, uh, but then Prohibition come along and um, a whole heap of you know, distilleries got shut down and there was only really like two that survived that. Um, I think it was uh, Richard's, uh, uh, JJ and Sons, and um, yeah, JJ and Sons and Bushville. And then pretty much everything just stemmed off from there. Yeah, right. So, I'll and now the Irish, yeah, the Irish whiskey game is definitely growing. Once again, there's a like, few. Oh, there is yeah, there are a few cool. distilleries now. Tullamore Jew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bush Mills. Well, we, we can't forget that massive Conor. one. You know, Conor, the, Conor McGregor's Conor. one. Conor you know, no, Robert, Conor Mara. Robert, Proper 12. No, Conor Mara, not Conor McGregor. <laughs> oh, Conor Mara is great. Those, so those that are uh, listening at home, this is one of my iconic Irish whiskies, which is Conor Mara Bog Oak. Um, yes, he loves that. Yes, you sent me some of that. Yeah, 
Oh, that's mm. look. Uh, so Connemara has pated um, Irish whiskey mm-hmm. from um, I believe Burnt they mushroom. use mushroom. mushroom, mushroom, and yeah, umami, <laughs> umami. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's it's a ripper. Oh, and I, I love exploring Irish whiskey. I really do. So this has been an absolute treat. Um, so yeah, very 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 fortunate to be trying this. Um, but enough about me begging about Irish whiskey, Brad. What are you drinking? Dram talk, Brad. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm like, which Brad? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, I'm looking at the screens like, all right, which one? Nah, go for it. Dram yeah, talk, cool. Philip. What are you drinking at the moment, mate? Yeah, so I've got uh, five nines, urban cast, lightly peated in the glass, uh, sitting okay. at forty-four point two percent. So, a week or two ago, I was down at the whiskey show in Canberra. And five nines was one that really, really stood out for me there. Um, so I couldn't leave without getting a bottle of what they had. And yeah, this one here on the nose, and I think what makes it special as well, they're using South Australian peat. So really, yeah, right. So you probably don't think shit like where the, where the fuck's the peat in South Australia, but apparently it's there. Yeah. I thought the same thing as well. So um, yeah, you know, on the nose, incredibly sweet getting some vanilla and uh, wafts of honey as well the peat is just kind of an undertone really it's not overly present in the dram but when you get into the palette i think what i really liked about this one was it had a really salty characteristic as well on the palette and like as it plays out into the finish you're still getting the honey which carries through from the nose which is great i like seeing some connection between the nose and some often into the palate and the finish sometimes a disconnect kind of throws you off every now and again but yeah you get some marmalade as well yeah just a really really full dram and then the peat is just nicely laid out in the background just like nice little wisps of smoke so um what's the there's like a dram uh, Scottish dram that has very similar smokiness to it. It's like a uh, Kubikan, the peated tomato expression, where it's just really wisps of smoke as opposed to just an overpowering note. Yeah, it reminds me of that. So yeah, a really, really nice dram. And, you know, 44.2%, something that I like to say, you know, very sessionable. You can sit here all night and drink it. Yeah, cool. That's unreal. Oh, very, nice. Um, they're, they're... Sorry, Oh, sorry. I was about to say, for like five nines is um, in Tassie, right? So no, that's, South that's, Australia. Oh, South Australia. Yeah. Right. Okay. So they're riding the. That makes more sense. Yeah, they're riding the heart of it to get those uh, great uh, red wine casks. So, um, True. Daniel got a nice bottle of their um, sherry cask finish from the whiskey yeah. show. Oh, mate, bloody good, bloody good stuff that yeah. is. Yeah, that's I think. I think they were at the the uh, the whiskey show that was just in Brisbane a couple of weeks back, and um, yeah, I tasted that sherry; it was really good. So, um, but I, I didn't I didn't fork out for it though, unfortunately. I should have. <laughs> oh, but that, that makes sense. I, I think I was thinking of seven K. I, I know that sounds stupid, but I was thinking I was thinking they were in Tassie, and um, and then I was going to ask. I wonder how they got the peat from. Tassie, uh, from South Australia to Tassie, but okay, it's all good. Don't worry about me. Hey, but I mean, you know, if, 
if you're unsure if where a distillery is from in Australia, you know, a stab in the dark saying Tassie is a pretty good shot. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's a good point. It's a good point. It's a good point. Hey, so hey, all... yeah, right. Sorry, I was. I'm curious to ask about the South Australian peat. So, like, I've personally never tried anything of the sort. So maybe talk us through the characteristics of it, um, because like I'm used to, um, uh, you know, Highland peat from Scotland and Isla peat from Scotland. I've tried Western Australian peat, uh, lime burners. Uh, which is a very dry in comparison kind of uh, peat, but and also some Tassie stuff. Um, but South Australia is definitely, yeah, new as far as what I'm picturing. So, yeah, maybe for the listeners that haven't tried anything with South Australian peat, maybe just talk us through that. Yeah, I, from what I'm getting, I'd say it leans more towards like a coastal peat just because of that salty characteristic in the dram. So it plays really nice to it. So I don't know if it's just the actual base malt itself that's presenting that saltiness but i'd say it's more akin to the peat just going off of um having tried that uh shiraz cask where they don't like that saltiness isn't present so i'm gonna lean towards it saying that the peat's probably a little more coastal but what i like is it's very it's more i guess smoky as opposed to earthy if that makes sense (laughs) yeah right okay so it's more campfire yeah more or less yeah okay yeah yeah, yeah, cool. Really, really nice. So, like, the salt plays really well with it. Where it's like, like I mentioned, you know, salt and then marmalade as well. So, it's just, yeah, just really, really good. So, you're probably drawn to that one because of your, um, your, your memory of maybe, um, Oban, uh, 14, yeah. perhaps like that, that style of peat, maybe. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what does it for me with this dream. And I think it's funny you say that because it was one of the first things I said to Daniel when I tried. Uh, this dram here um, at the whiskey show, I said, this reminds me so much of Open 14. Yeah, right. That's probably why I fell in yeah. love with it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah cool. Awesome stuff. Um, uh, were you going to say, Adrian, to talk us through what he's? Mate, um, <clears throat> I'm just saying what I've got now. Well, I was just going to move on to me because I'm a bit selfish like that. Um, <laughs> basically... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sticking with the whole cross podcast sort of thing that we're doing. I've got a sample of uh, the Ardbeg uh, committee for discussion, the eight-year-old fifty percenter, which was kindly sent to me from the whiskey waffle guys in Tasmania. So from Brad, when uh, last year you're on, mate, you were saying how much you'd like your Pete and your big Pete head. So it was rather uh, appropriate for me to try this one. And look, I'm a big Ardbeg fan as well. This is uh, this is your typical your iodine, your bandages, and all of that lovely stuff that we all come to to uh, enjoy when it comes to Ardbeg. So, mate, um, this is really good. I'm a big fan. I haven't actually heard of the four discussion before. I don't know if anyone else has, even though it's a committee release sitting at fifty point eight percent. Sorry, my eyes are getting old. And um, again, like everyone says, it doesn't drink like a fifty percenter. It's a lot smooth god someone said smooth it was me but it was a lot um easier on the palate than it uh than you would expect it to be i think you, and, you um, tend to find that you tend to find that with ardbeg though right you know when you're thinking of Ugdal, hmm. um even that it's not overly powerful when you're thinking of it sitting in 50 percent as well so 50 54 maybe yep. so 
Yeah. Ardbeg's good like that. Yeah, and look, I'm a fan. It took me a while to get into Ardbeg. I'd be the first to admit it, but um, yeah, look, it's definitely up there with your Lagerbollens and your Lafroys for me. So yeah, I'm enjoying this one. And I'd just like to say yeah, thanks to the guys for sharing this stream to everyone. Very nice. Cool. That's good. Very nice. What what other so I I don't um uh, I like Ardbeg, but I, I don't know an awful lot about it. Um the ones that I've had. What what yeah. did you say that it was called? It's called the uh, it just says um, for discussion. Yeah. Yeah. For for yeah, discussion. Was... So is it Is that there what they've put on it though? Like it's yeah. the Ardbeg um what do you call it? The Ardbeg that, that's drug. that's literally what it's called. I'd beg for discussion. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that the six? Oh. Six or eight-year-old one? Eight-year-old. 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 There you go. <coughs> yeah. They, they, Sorry, what they did, they put like a, a stamp on the side yeah. of the, of the, oh, God, I'm drunk. <laughs> 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 on the side of the label. Now, on the side of the label, Brad, it's a white label. Mm-hmm. Eight. Yes. Brad, was it eight? eight yeah, eight. Yeah, eight. Yeah. And then this yeah, is, this is an eight, yeah. And then discussion. for discussion on the side. So it was something, I don't know, if it was tongue in cheek or what they wanted to achieve with that. But uh, yeah, that's what it's called, Brad. Mm. Yeah, I probably right. should have done a bit of research into it to find out exactly why. But um, but no, it's definitely good. And look, I'm a big fan, Brad. Remember, I was up there. I bought the uh, the Anoa when I was with you, and it was a bit polarizing. Some people liked it, some people didn't. But I'm a big fan of it. Um, I remember sharing it across the table there at your place and yeah, there's a couple of people that weren't a big fan but it just meant all the more for me and i was happy with that to be honest yeah um adrian have you tried uh cory vrecken yes yes i have mate yeah, yeah but mate, that was a while ago so don't ask me for uh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> all i know I is love i enjoyed that whiskey, it mate. pepper steak in mm-hmm. the glass yeah absolutely yeah have yeah. you tried the first have you tried the first release of that cory vrecken no, no, I haven't. No, I was fortunate enough to try that at Whiskey and Almond, and bloody hell! I mean, Corvrican now is good, but yeah. this was just, yeah, just it's it's amazing how far. Um, well, actually, no, it's amazing how they used to make their stuff earlier. It really is to, compared to what it is now. Like, I'm not saying that it's shit, but there's definitely a change. Hundred percent, there's a change. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. get the opportunity, go for it. Like, don't think uh, like we paid dearly to get those drams, but so worth it because we sat on them for about a good say forty five to an hour, and yeah, it's just a beast and a half. So, Ardbeg, uh, Ardbeg, it's not a those. not a wee beastie. No, that's a that, sorry, that's, that's, that's a, a bit of a pun. That, that's a big beastie. <laughs> yes, yes, that's another one altogether. Yeah, sorry, Brad. Yeah. Oh no! I was going to say I'd beggar, uh, all good. I'd beggar one of those ones that, that like they've they've and it, this is probably straight out of your your last episode, Brad on Dream Talk. But the um the whole marketing thing, like they're very very good at the marketing, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, very... um, uh, you know, it's quite impressive how they how they go about it, and and you know everything's everything's interesting. It's yeah. so um so cool the way they do it. Did yeah. Did I send you a sample of the grooves, Brad? That's that was one of my favorites, the Ardbeg grooves, where they put more 
more grooves in the barrel staves to give it more surface area for more yeah, yeah interaction yeah, with did. the oak and man that that was amazing that, that was really good i didn't get to try the drum or the or the black as people call it oh, but um you know what yeah, i was about I to ask you guys about black um i've got mm -hmm. a bottle of that um because that one's pretty polarizing as well i found um when i've given it to people mm -hmm. they've been a bit on the fence of it on it but um yeah I, I i actually really like it yeah i think that's just because i like okay. that red wine influence in whiskey as well so so yeah. i think some people might look at it and it kind of throws it off when you're thinking of the peat notes that hardbeck carries where they're a bit more probably more like your bacon and your um ash so to speak or mm -hmm. smoky characteristics they might not think it plays too well with um you know like a shiraz cask but I like the story from it as well, you know, getting those um, red wine cars from New Zealand, and everything. And then when you put the marketing onto it, like, man, that bottle in the packaging looked absolutely beautiful. So <laughs> no, sold, yeah, sells, they bottled it. Sells yeah, you on it as well. It really well. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Vic. Yeah. What's going on, man? You're quiet. <laughs> what are you I'm drinking? Listening. I'm listening to all these pit drinkers. And I've freaking got a peat here too. I got, well, no this is. No way. Brad doesn't know. No way. Brad doesn't know, but this is what started my peat journey. Brad from Queensland and Adrian, they're cousins. They bought me this bottle for Christmas in um, 2020, a couple of years ago. And um, yeah, that's what started it all. And um, they tried to corrupt me and they almost succeeded. Slowly, slowly, I'm getting there. I got a cup. <laughs> I love the fruity stuff. I'm a bourbon drinker, so it's be, it'll be very hard. But I don't mind. I don't mind this. I like. I love the the gingerbread notes that you get out of it and the campfire smoke. Uh, there's a little bit of um, iodine. Takes a little bit to get used to it, but uh, it's minimal on it. But it, you can still see the fruitiness pushing through. A lot of vanilla pushing through, and that's why I enjoy this um this whiskey so much. The bear from um, Island Park. The bear from Island Park. So what ABV is that? That's 40, I think. Very weak. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah we had to 40. E ease you in gently, so, mate. We couldn't get you a strong one. So this this is the entry level one. He didn't want me, he didn't want to just me talk straight away calling the whiskey. Oh, what, what is this? Drinking from an ashtray. You know what I mean? So oh, very... No. Hey, you should. You guys should have just, you know, lager twelve cast strength. Throw him in the deep end. I've got. Oh look, I've got a. I've got, got about. He's got an Optimal. Yeah, I've got Optimal. He's got a dark origin sitting at home. So. Yeah. So Brad, uh, Brad, um, Adrian, what Adrian done? He um, he gave me a few of his bottles, and uh, to try, and he told me to work my way up. So, you know, it's like racing the hurdles. You're getting better, but then. You trip and fall. So you Lots get up again, you start from the beginning. So, yeah. yeah. So I might get there one day, I might not get one there one day. Who knows? You know, it's it's an acquired taste, Pete. But I'm enjoying exactly. the journey. That's all that matters. I'm just um just sort of harking back, Brad, from Tramp Talk. Sorry, mate. Um, with regards to your love for Highland Park, have you ever tried the, the Dark Origins, which was to me is one of the favourites? I believe oh, Vic no, might have just a smidge left in a bottle somewhere there. We're, we're all hoping to um, hear from his, well, 
hear his thoughts I, very soon because that's I, one of my favourites, the Dark Origins. I bet you that one's one of the ones that he sealed up and, and you know, put it in the back of the cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet, but, no, he blamed, but uh, he I will do. promise you this. I will bring it up next podcast. I will bring the Dark Origins up. And I will yeah, because I'm very uh, tell you very keen for your thoughts on that one because that that's a favourite of mine. Look, I, I don't even know if you can get it anymore. I've done a quick search every now and again, but look, if you can, if you find it, if you see it, if you stumble over it somewhere, just grab it and I'll buy it off you. It's simple as that. It's one of my all-time favourites from Highland Park. Absolutely. Yeah, no, there's some places. Do. There's I'll some places it. you can find. Yeah, Brad, there you go, mission. I was gonna say, I'm like, mate, this um, my list of whiskey to buy has just grown incredibly just from two episodes with you guys. What are you doing to me? Well, that that <laughs> that one's for you to buy, yes, but apparently Adrian wants it, so you know, you, you get to buy it, you don't get to taste it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. I think that's what he was saying. I'll send you a sample. <laughs> yeah, if anyone sees it, I'll buy it off them and I'll send you a sample back. Fair's fair. Yeah. He's just he's just doing society a favor and getting it off the ship. Thirty mil sample. Don't be don't don't let's not be kidding ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, it's worth it. Not a gross bottle. <laughs> no, not a gross <laughs> bottle or a fucking oh. salt and pepper shaker bottle or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, Brad. Well, I, Your do, turn, I think Brad. it's my turn. I think it's my turn. Um well Funnily enough, I didn't go with something Pete. Um, all you blokes have gone with something Pete. That's that's really cool. I wish I had thought of that. But um, I've actually gone with a... Well, we um, all knew Brad uh, was coming back. That's why we went Pete. Yeah, okay. Maybe next time. wasn't on the ball. <laughs> um, I went with a uh, Sullivan's Cove pilot cask. Um, I've got a... Um, it's a French oak... X brandy cask. Um, it's a twelve-year-old, not quite twelve-year-old, I think. Um, it's it's made up of a couple of uh, casts, so the youngest cast is not not quite twelve year twelve years old. Um, so there's other stuff in there that is um, older. Um, and it was uh, it was bottled in twenty twenty one, so January last year. Um, uh, with 662 bottles all up, uh, it's, and the ABV is 48%. Um, this this whiskey, um, and I I really enjoy the pilot cast from Sullivan's Cove, you know, not only because um, it's something that I can afford <laughs> and something that I can actually get. Um, um, you know, I do have other bottles of Sullivan's Cove, I shouldn't say that. But the... Um, I, I really like it because it's it's really, really different. Whenever you get a pilot cast from them, um, they're, they're always quite different to what you normally get from from Sullivan's Cove. Um, and I don't quite understand the concept of pilot cast from them. Um, I, it sort of the name sort of says that it's a um, like a tester, but that that's definitely not the case. Um, um, they don't sort of put out a a, um, a partial cask for people to try and sort of gauge the feedback on it. Um, but um, um, more so, they're, they're their own releases and they're, um, 
basically their Salador releases. So um, I guess that's sort of what they're about. Um, this one in particular um, is quite, there's quite a lot of vanilla on the nose. Um, uh, you know, at the 48%, it's, um, you know, I probably would have put it without without knowing the ABV and just tasting it, I would have put it at about 50, uh, 46 sort of thing, you know, like it's sort of that, that sweet spot that you sort of get with whiskey. Um, this one, like I said, on the nose is there's quite a bit of vanilla, um, but then on the on the palate, there's quite a, a bit of from my point of view, um, the banana lollies, um, which is interesting for a, an ex brandy cask. I think it must be the French oak um, having a, a bit of a influence on that, um, but it's um yeah. That, that's the main thing I get from it. The finish is okay. uh, the, sorry. The mouthful is um, the mouthfeel is is you know mid range. I would suggest. Um, I wouldn't say it was oily, but at the same time, it's not just a a flash in the, on the on the on the mouth. Um, and it's um it's quite a it's got quite a a good finish on it. It just um it sort of lingers there, and it's not not offensive at all. So yeah. It's really nice. The colour of it. I must um, say the uh, the, but, you know. the the pilot cast that I was, you know, lucky enough to have. Thanks, Brad. It really didn't last long at this place because I've mentioned it before in, a, in another podcast. The Angel Share, which lives here with me, oh, well, I live with her for the want of a better word, is uh, yeah, really like the the pilot cask. And to be honest, I didn't get too much of it, so. I'll have we'll to do. revisit and uh, grab herself another bottle, I believe. So, fingers crossed, I'll win the trip to Tassie with the latest lark with the whiskey club, and I'll uh, I'll grab one while I'm down there. Then <laughs> <laughs> he's hoping. Um, if you're going to Tassie, uh, let me know because I'll, I'll come with you. It, um, I'm Sounds good, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so fuck uh, it, I'll come along to then. Oh no, really? No. Yeah, look, I tell you what, we don't need to win the trip. Let's just all bloody go. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say, count count Daniel and myself in. <laughs> Done. Oh Done. God, we're, gonna need a bigger, we're gonna need a bigger bus. <laughs> the tour bus is uh yeah, gonna be rocking. Um yeah, it's uh it, it'd be geez, what a trip that would be. Um yeah, so the pilot cast has been um good. Um, this podcast has been great. Thank you all for um, coming on. We might uh, we might wrap it up there. We've hit the thirty minute mark. Um, appreciate you coming back on, Brad. Uh, really like what you're doing. Um, great, great um, to have another friend of the podcast on. So um, yeah, at some point we'll um, we'll say good day on um, Dream Talk as well. But uh, yeah, thanks all. Thanks Adrian. Thanks John. Thanks Vic. Um, appreciate no worries uh, at all. Appreciate you spending some time and having a dram with us. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, always keen to jump on. So whenever you guys want us back on, just give us another shout and we, we'll be back. Oh, and we'll have you guys yes, on looks, as well. You should not yeah, have said that. For us, because, Brett. You know, yeah, you know what? You, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing next Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, thanks all. Um, yeah, cheers. We'll see you next time. No worries.